on MSNBC last year. We're seeing people so genuinely passionate about a brand rooted in news, and it's not just always happy news. When it's like the Cliff's Notes version of the news, which I like too, because everything's all in one place. And it's short the Skim's core audience is women between the ages of 22 to 34 who live in cities, mostly in the Midwest and the South. As a former news producer myself, but one who has decided to go the opposite direction into longer and deeper stuff, I wanted to understand why the skim is exploding and if my skepticism about skimming the news is just some silly Gen X angst. I'm Carly Zakin, co-founder at The Skim. I'm Danielle Weisberg. I'm a co-founder at The Skim. Yep. So we invited them into the studio. You're a news geek like we're news geeks. Our dream is that we had lots of friends that are just like us and want to talk about the news all day long and get as excited when wire stories were printed and would freak out when breaking news happened and stay up all night and talk to us about it. And, you know, we text all the time when anything like that happens. And I think for us, the reality was we saw that that is not true. And we learned, I think it was kind of a humbling moment, news was a hobby for us. It is not a hobby for everyone else. Sometimes news makes people feel stupid. Sometimes news makes Mm -hmm. people feel sad and depressed. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it makes them feel uninformed. And sometimes it makes them bored. And sometimes it makes them interested. Mm -hmm. And what we wanted to do and what we feel, it is a right and it is a responsibility to know what is going on in the world around you. And our biggest pet peeve before we started was when we would go to a dinner, whether it was a family dinner or a group of friends, and see who dropped out of conversation when. Mm -hmm. Because we were literally paid to read everything, we really rarely had those moments. But when we would watch people not participate because they didn't know sports news, or we had friends who were like, I don't know anything about the Kardashians, I don't pay attention. It's not like we're an ambassador to the Kardashians, but they're part of the zeitgeist. You should know about it. So to give you listeners an example of what exactly the Skims founders are talking about, I asked one of them to read one of their story blurbs aloud, something sort of typical of what you might find in the Skim if you aren't familiar. I don't know if you guys are willing to play, but I thought it might be interesting. I brought um, one of your stories from today, and I was wondering if one of you would be willing to read one of them? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It was the story about President Obama going to visit Japan on the anniversary of Hiroshima. Yeah. What to say to your friend who's going on a B-school trek to Japan? Say hi to President Obama. He's visiting Vietnam and Japan later this month, and yesterday the White House announced the trip will include a stop to Hiroshima, Japan, which means Obama will be the first sitting U.S. president to visit the site of where the U.S. dropped an atomic bomb at the end of World War II. Hundreds of thousands of people were killed in the attack, and a lot of survivors dealt with long-term health problems. Critics are saying that sorry is a word that should be left to Bieber, and that the president's often too quick to apologize for U.S. actions. Officials say this isn't an apology tour, but a chance to push for limiting nuclear weapons around the world. Well done. Thank you. (laughs) So tone is key here. When you read that, what do you see as sort of being the hallmarks of a skim story? I think... This is something that we saw yesterday in the news. And we were like, okay, big deal. He's going. Wait, you, did you actually see? You did? Yeah. Oh, we, you did? Yeah, we're managing editors. Oh, we still okay. touch every word. So we saw this yesterday, and we were like, okay, big deal. He's going. And then we were like, why is this a big deal? And we were going through it, and we were like, oh, well, it's a big deal because I didn't realize no U.S. setting president had been, hadn't yeah. been there before. I didn't realize that. And then we started reading the, the feedback that critics have called Obama an apologist for the U.S. And we were like, oh, everyone's worried. Like, he's just going to be, like, saying sorry. You know, so we kind of kept saying, like, sorry, sorry, over and over again. Yeah. We're thinking about Cuba. 
And then immediately we're like, sorry, makes me think of Bieber. And the Skim Girl, our logo is a caricature. It's a cartoon. And what she does is she represents everyone has that friend who's like the tell it like it is, no BS friend, just says it like it is. And that's what the Skim Girl does every day for millions of people. And so when we look at a story like this, we get to the point. And we present it in a way that is very relatable. And I guarantee you other people that kept seeing the word sorry were also thinking of Justin Bieber. (laughs) And when we put that in and they make that connection, it's a moment to kind of smile and maybe be like, okay, I get what they're trying to do here. But we're also educating them about what actually is a very historic moment. So just to push back a little bit, what what can they bring, though, to a conversation if all they have is this little blur? Well, I think, first of all, like what we believe is that if... um, as long as, as whatever outlet, whatever story you're reading out there, as long as it's factually correct and um, it's hitting the main points of the story, like why should there be only one acceptable medium of news? Mm-hmm. Like why mm-hmm. should you have to say that it's, you know, X amount of words?